young and fresh, young and wise, young, not vile, young, not small. Welcome to the Young Factor Podcast with your favorite host, Akin Tunde Omoshola. Hello, welcome to the Young Factor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Young Factor Podcast, listening through. We really appreciate you all so today 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 we have a special guest and this happens to be the first female guest a guest i have on the podcast so i'll let her introduce herself hallelujah so much. <laughs> okay so um i'm edima edima university Powerful. <laughs> and um, that's all. That's my name. Okay. Um, I, a child of God. <laughs> and um, I I take interest in topics like the one we'll be discussing today. Okay. But I'll leave the floor for um our host to give us the topic itself. Okay. So I think she she didn't want to mention that she she is actually an executive. Let me call it. She she has a foundation, the, the veil break the veil initiative. Thank you so much. So she talks about gender based issues, and that brings us to what we are going to talk about today in the podcast sex education and gender-based violence and what we are to do about it so edema can you just give us um tell us what sex education is well sex education is a broad and a universal term yeah so before we narrow it down to our topic of discussion today mm-hmm. we'd have to go through what universally understood to be sex education okay sex education is a high quality teaching and learning about a broad variety of topics okay. related to sex and sexuality okay wow, wow. so that's just it so now this sex education who is it meant for is it just meant for the girl child or the little children or for adults or like can you just tell us who is it meant for Okay, over the years, there has been this um, notion that people, especially teenagers, need yeah. to come to the stage of puberty okay. before they're given that introduction. Yeah. Because, you know, our forefathers, <laughs> and of course, in the African society, yeah, yeah. we are conscious about a child not getting pregnant, yeah, yeah teenage pregnancy and all yeah. of those. So the moment a girl child comes to the point of puberty, they start telling her, Oh, my man touch you. Mm-hmm. My man touch you. Carry belly. <laughs> so, um, but we have realized that with the with the with the exposure that social media comes with, okay. it is no longer news that there is no limit and there is no age bracket okay. who are victims of sexual abuse. Yeah. So, this brings us to the situation where we are left with no other option but to educate every single person, irrespective of age and gender, on sex. 
Wow. Because the moment they are ignorant about it, they are going to become a victim to the the doom that comes with mm. sexual abuse. Wow. So it is not for a particular age. Okay. You don't need to be at the stage of puberty. Okay. A child, the moment the child is able to say water, wow. that child is up to the stage of being given a sex orientation. Okay. Maybe it could be as little as telling the child, don't let anyone touch your buttocks. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone touch your breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I know of a lady who would tell her child, where and where should no one touch? And the little girl would say, probably three years old, I should say, my anus and my vagina. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, this sounds hilarious, but that child has been given a form of awareness yeah. that there is danger yeah. the moment anyone dares anyway. to touch a private part. Wow. So it, it, we have found ourselves in that society. They said desperate situation calls for desperate measure. That's true. So we need to attack. This is a desperate measure yeah. towards reducing, minimizing, if not completely eradicating okay. sexual abuse among our young ones. Wow, so you're saying this should cut across all age and you know gender, so it is not just for the girl, yeah, it is also for, for everyone, 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 everyone. So, this is not just don't say our oh, sex education, it's not supposed to be for babies. No, it is for you listening to me right now. So, now let's 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 get deep. Can we talk on sexual abuse? Sexual abuse. I think let's let's just you know hover around this this topic. What have you seen? What what can you tell us on sexual abuse? What is how is it done? And you know everything or so many things. The things you can tell us about sexual abuse. Okay. Sexual abuse is simply as simple as abusing sex. Okay. And the definition or what is considered as sexual abuse ranges from society to society. But commonly, any form of sexual relationship okay. or sexual act that is not done, it be the consent of both parties. Okay. A willing consent mm-hmm. because there can be a consent that is pressurized. That's true. But a willing consent of both parties okay. is what is considered as sexual abuse. Yeah. And if it if 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 a person or one of the participants in the sexual act is not up to the age okay. of consent, wow. whether the person consents willfully or not, no. that is sexual abuse. Yeah, okay. In Nigeria, the age of consent is 18 years. Okay. And if you're having any sexual relationship with anyone who's not up to the age of 18, mm. that person is not up to the age of consenting. Wow. So you are a victim of sexual abuse. Wow, wow, wow. A perpetrator of sexual abuse. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of people do not know this. Because I just think, uh, I, I, I have this feeling about, so why not just go ahead? You know, this is what it is. If the person is not up to the age of 18, then you are sexually abusing that person. And then you listening to me that is not up to the age of 18. What should I say? Are you abusing your own self or you're allowing people to abuse you? Yeah, you're giving people the room to abuse, to abuse you. So, this is 
just it. Now let's get to the next thing. Now gender-based violence. We've, 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 I, I think we've had uh, enough stories on this. So, and what we've had is mostly on the female, the female side, the, the woman's side. So, and but I think this thing also happens to to the male, to the man. Yeah. So let's let's address those issues, this okay. gender-based violence. There are there are there are various um, levels, or should I say, there are various shades okay. of gender-based violence. It could be domestic violence. Okay. It could be, of of course, sexual abuse. Okay. And there could be other means, emotional abuse, mm, yeah, and so yeah, on. Yeah. So, when we talk about gender-based violence, frankly speaking. What genders are victims of violence? Yeah, that's true. So it is an inclusive topic. Mm-hmm. There is no gender that is excluded. Yeah. It is not a situation where we say it is only women who get to be victims of violence. Yeah. Men as well are. Yeah. The daughters of Eve, <laughs> as well as the sons of Adam. Yeah. Are not in any way um are not all round angels per se. So everyone needs to be at the lookout. We 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 should consider the fact that sometimes you don't need a gun, especially as a man. Okay. You don't you you necessarily do not have to be repped at gunpoint. I read um they there's this popular Twitter influencer Shola. Who's becoming the role model for a lot of young men today? Okay. And he shared a tweet, I think some two weeks ago, where a a young man complained to him complained to him about being raped. Wow. His drink was spiked. And at the end of the day, you woke up to realize he has been raped. So, so you don't. It, it, it no longer. It goes beyond having a gun pointed at you. And there are other situations where people get drugged, and they're found with an erection. They they don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> so you mean ladies, women go this far? They this far? You've seen nothing. Wow. So they 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 get their food. You're innocently eating. And you're just having a good time, not knowing that whoever is hosting you has an ulterior motive. Hmm. And at the end of the day, you become a victim of sexual abuse because you're having sex without, without your consent. consent. Yeah, yeah. You're having sex where you never planned to. Yeah. And you weren't, you know, there is this kind of um, sexual intercourse where you're like, I didn't plan to, but you understand, I consented. Mm-hmm. It's something I wanted. Yeah. But it's no longer the case for you because you feel like your right has been taken away from you. That's true. And there is still another situation where ladies gang up to rape a man at gunpoint. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So sometimes you feel like, and, and the thing about the male gender is that when they complain about it, in fact, there are more victims to stigmatization than yeah, the that's female. True, that's true. Because the female is generally considered by the society to be weak. weak. And to a very good extent, they earn the sympathy yeah. of a good number of people. Yeah. But for the guy, you hear comments like, ah, 
Nothing been sweet. To you. Are you not supposed <laughs> to enjoy? Didn't you enjoy it? <laughs> you make you make me remember the a discussion a discussion we had in class, and that was I, I was like telling the guys, why not you guys write about this thing? You know, women we have experienced it and it hurts, so we write about it. This is one of the ways of you know letting our voice out then why not men why don't they write about it so that they are like you know they're supposed to some we say they're supposed to enjoy it there's no men men cannot be raped you know stuff like that but this hurts this is not what they wanted and then you know that's still abuse (laughs) and 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 sometimes you um, the people you're sharing these stories with may not know the gravity or the depth of what has been done to you That's especially true. when you're yeah. let's say a religious person yeah who keeps to maybe you're you're saying no sex before marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> you cannot measure the depth of devastation such a person encounters when he realizes he's been taken advantage of. yeah that's true because there are people who are looking forward to who are wherever they are fantasizing their wedding night mm-hmm. and no matter what it takes, they are willing to wait. So true. it feels like someone has ripped a part of you, taken away your rights to decide your will and done things to you where they realize you, where you lack the um, ability to respond. So it, it hurts badly. It feels like your resolve mm. has been taken away. Yeah. So men would suffer the consequences of these actions more because they barely have anyone to confide in. No one will no see it. No one but is willing to, to see it the way they see it. Mm. The society tends, tends to be hardened towards the male. That yeah. male. Okay, just some days ago I was alighting from a vehicle. Okay. And it was a bus, a big bus, and we're like three of us in front. Okay. I was sitting in the middle of two men, two guys. Mm. And so the first person alighted and left the door to almost bounce and I was like really can you please hold the door and the moment he did that I came down from the vehicle and he left the door and said you you are a man <laughs> <laughs> that's the third person in the vehicle yeah the man, so he can <laughs> to have the he door, can take care of himself <laughs> <laughs> so so you see that's a society for you Ooh. he doesn't care how he's gonna climb down from yeah the <laughs> as long as he's a man so the 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 society puts me in a in a kind a kind, a kind of mode. Yeah. They expect you to fit into it. They're not bothered about your religious, social, cultural, economic background. Yeah. Whatever this means to you is not their business. This is what is expected of a man, and that's it. Yeah. So men men find themselves in a place where they can't speak up. Lately, um, research has shown that the the number of men, or let's say the male child, mm-hmm. who have been a, a victim of sexual abuse are roughly proportional to the female. Wow. But the problem is underreporting. That's true, that's true. Why the female tend to find a society that she will confide in? Who would be willing to pat her back and tell her everything will be okay? Yeah. The man has a society who's ready to mock at him and tell him to shut up, it's shameful. <clears throat> mm. To admit mm-hmm. that you were not just abused, but abused by a woman. The really? <laughs> the weak, the weak the one. Weaker vessel. And you're supposed to be strong. <laughs> so, 
So they define themselves. I, 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 I came across a tweet, and someone the the tweet said that there are there are very rare. It's rare to find young men who have not been physically abused. Wow. As boys, and that reminds me. One of my friends was sharing them. Um, a situation when he was young and he was abused by a lady who's currently married and has kids today hmm. but that was in the past he was like let's say four five years and then this lady took advantage of him and that was how he was introduced into sexual acts so this is just one of very many cases because sometimes the people you leave your kids with, you entrust your kids into their hands. No matter how saintly they look, yeah. you cannot tell yeah. the quality of their heart or their, or their mind. Their, their heart is always showcase glass where you can see through mm-hmm. it. So it is very easy to be deceived by the research. And research has proven that 90% of the perpetrators of sexual abuse are people who are known to the victims yeah, yeah. people who seem to be trusted family by their family friends people who are within who should be in position to protect mm. they are the ones with the um, yeah they are the real perpetrators they are majorly the perpetrators of sexual abuse so it 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 it's 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 no longer a gender-based violence and if we must call it a gender-based violence, it should be inclusive okay. of both the male and, and the female. female. And we exactly. should look forward to ways which we could liberate everyone out of this okay. menace. Okay, not just the female, yes. the male too. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. So that is just the case. Now, let's get to the next, to the next um, question. What do I do or what should a young person do someone out there do when he or she is sexually violated okay um there are it depends on what happened okay. if it's a case of rape the first thing the victim is expected to do is to visit a medical center okay you carry out the test if you have contracted any sexually transmitted disease okay and you could be given um, pills to flush out whatever had gotten into you that's the first thing to do. You're not advised to wash off the stains or whatever. Okay. If it were first time penetration, okay. there is a high tendency that there will be blood yeah. around and all of those things. You're not expected to wash it off. Take yourself that way to the medical center and have yourself thoroughly checked. Okay. Yes. And um, the other way of being able to liberate yourself Speaking up about a situation is like opening up an injury to air. Okay. You realize that if if it stays covered without that exposure, the environment so it stays fresh. Yeah. So opening up is giving yourself a room to heal. It's a step to heal. Okay. Because the depth of the, the psychological effects of being sexually abused mm-hmm. is gruesome and. And at, war, at, 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 at its worst state, it leads to suicide. That's true. So that's why people of sexual and um, victims of sexual abuse are advised to speak up. So that they could find, you know, there is this, um, there is this comfort 
and consolation that comes from knowing that you're not the only one yeah going yeah, to a particular yeah, situation yeah that's true so if you tell your story and someone tells you it happened to me too it feels easier yeah the weight seems to be lighter yeah but if you keep it to yourself you may not know how many persons you you may think you are alone yeah. and then because you're being different you think you shouldn't exist yes so it makes it really difficult for you to recover Okay. But the moment you share it, one, you're going to find people of like minds who may have been able to live above it. Yeah, yeah. And you would also become a liberation to people who might become victims in the future. That's true. So if you could make it, your story becomes a light to, to someone else's path. That's true. Um, so that's just um, basically the ways through which the aftermath of sexual abuse okay. could be handled besides seeking justice. Okay. Because there are cases where people seek justice and when justice is served, they feel like they're being And um, I think you, you you shared are you are you willing to share the experience you Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Now, one of the things we should um, look forward to, you know, everyone advises victims to speak up. Yeah. So that they can gain help. Mm-hmm. Yes, they say the heart is not a showcase glass. Mm-hmm. So you need to tell us the content for us to know what's there. So, but truth is, the society is not friendly. Yeah. The world is cold out there. I think, and that, a lot I of think this, this is the main issue why people don't speak yeah, up yeah yeah, yeah 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 so 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 you find yourself who's gonna believe me mm-hmm. who's gonna um who's who's like i'm gonna take major majority of the blame and then you you you're like you know it's very common to have people say what were you doing there what were you putting on why were you walking that way i the only one yeah so when you have those kind of questions you feel like an object and nothing more mm. So I, 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 I think um, encouraging, standing by people who speak up does okay. more healing than urging them to speak up. Or as much as urging them to speak up. When you ask them to speak up, you must be ready to be there for them yeah. when yeah. they eventually speak up. Yeah. To be like an amplifier of their voices, mm-hmm. of whatever it is they are willing to share. And... Um, once when I was sexually abused I I I spoke to my dad about it. Okay. Because he in my in both parents I'm closer to my dad. Okay. So I spoke to my dad about it. I wasn't even looking forward to talking to him about it. I don't even know what brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having a conversation and then it came up. Oh. And then I um I cried I cried so so I can't remember last time I cried that way. Mm. <laughs> and then he sat down all the while listening, and after everything, he he just poured out his thoughts on everything. And trust me, it was one of the most liberating moments of my life. Wow. And there there, there is this case of um it was still an issue of sexual abuse. Okay. And this person was living right on that roof. Oh. It was least expected. So I um, 
Of course I told my dad. I didn't tell my dad. I raised an alarm. Okay. And everyone, it was a night. Everyone woke up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? And when everyone woke up, I um my mom was startled and they didn't know how to go about it. So but it died down for the night. And in the morning, my dad sends a human being packing. Hmm. Now it, it helps it helps people understand that there is someone one who believes them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and it gives them the boldness to speak up again if something like that happens. Exactly. So if we have a society, not if we, we really do have a society that would urge you to speak up and would also be the voice against you speaking up. Yeah. So when you speak up, the truth is that you you should be prepared. Know that there are people yeah. who would be willing to nullify your story. Yeah. Who would be willing to make you feel as though you're not the first. Not, yeah. And guess what? Even if you're the one millionth, your story is unique. Exactly. Your experience is unique. Exactly. It happened to you. Yeah. It is your life. Yeah. No one lives your life for you. So what happens to you needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are other people who may have been victims to it. But whoever your story would liberate, no other person might be able to communicate with you. Exactly. Exactly. So it is necessary that everyone who gets involved or who becomes a victim of sexual abuse mm-hmm. at one point or the other speak up you know, it might not be easy initially yeah. but it is something that I don't want to say is expected of them so it doesn't look like an obligation but something that brings liberation wow this is interesting okay um, I think we'll focus. Okay, yeah. So I had this very funny story to share. <laughs> Let me be shy. Are you going to share it? Shy. Okay. Look forward to the next podcast. We'll share Alright. Alright. Ediva doesn't want to share that. She has shared it with me. If you want to hear that, <laughs> maybe you can come get the story from me. Alright, Ediva. Before we, we end the... The episode of this um, the episode for today can you just tell us your your advice your last words what are you gonna leave with okay us? firstly i would like to start by telling parents and every single person that okay i saw a quote that said your children can bear to listen to sex education okay what they cannot bear to handle sexual abuse wow so if you are not preparing them to be victims of sexual abuse, you should educate them. Mm. <laughs> and also, every single person should be treated with, with the rights every grieving person is entitled to. Every person who is a victim of sexual abuse. Okay. Do not ask if, if someone eventually comes up 20 years later okay. to share an event that happened in the past. Don't ask the person why now. Wow. Because you do not understand how difficult it is uh-huh. to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it very takes a lot of courage. Yeah. And then, talking to children who were victims of sexual abuse, probably adolescents, teenagers, okay. and asking them why they didn't speak up. 
you you really weren't there when it happened. You should thank them when they speak up and encourage them to do more of it. And not why. Do not criticize. Yeah. Because if you faced the moment where they had those knives, and sometimes they may have been empty threats, but their teenage mind was too afraid to see through it. So you were not there when they went through all of those. You don't understand what they felt. You don't understand the pressure they had to go through. And living for this long to be able to eventually speak up is something is a miracle. Everyone looks forward to having. This is so, so touching. (laughs) This is so touching. Thank you so much. Edima, thank you for having oh. me. It's my pleasure. <laughs> thank you for speaking with us. We really, 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 really appreciate. And I hope that someone out there will get courage to speak up yeah. from this. So this brings us to the end of this very episode. I remain your host, and I have here with me Edima Steven. Young so and fresh. Bye Young for now. And wise. Yeah. Young, not vile. Young not small. Welcome to the Young Factor Podcast with your favorite host, Akintunde Moshola.